Come on, let's give our choir a hand clap. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Want to first and foremost give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to our co-laborers in the pulpit, all of our officers, members, and friends, and then thank you for our musicians, the exuberance, amen, and our ushers, our deacons, and everything is in order, organization is in place, and the Lord is glorified, amen? Amen. amen. Praise God. I really, really appreciate it. As I grow in Christ, I do not want to give my Christ mediocrity. I want to give my Christ excellence. Amen? Because he is excellent. This morning, I'm going to do something a little different. You're going to need to use your hand. Amen? Praise God. I want you to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, which was read in your hearing. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And either put a separated there, your finger there, or something, because we're going to go back and forth. First Corinthians chapter 10, um, amen, and uh, we're dealing with the first five verses. When you get it, say amen. amen. Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and here's the second all, all pass through the sea. Here's the third all, verse 2, and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and did all eat the same spiritual meat. Here's the next all, and did all drink the same spiritual drink. They drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Look at the percentages, verse 5, but with many of the all God was not well pleased for they were overthrown in the wilderness now turn hold, hold, hold your finger there we're going back to that turn to Deuteronomy chapter 1 Deuteronomy chapter 1 fifth book in the Old Testament and verse 19 and you get to say amen and when we departed from Horeb, we went through all, another all, that great and terrible wilderness, which he saw by the way of the mountain of the Amorites, as the Lord our God commanded us. And we came to Kadesh Barnea. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, Kadesh Barnea is a bad place. Our subject this morning is too little, too late. Too little, too late. I know some of you are singing about now. In life, windows of opportunity open and shut without warning. When these windows are open, we must go through them immediately. If not, those windows will close and we are faced with a sense of regret and an opposition, if you will, of trying to repeatedly, amen, open what is now Closed. I don't know about you, but I have some regrets in my life. Windows and doors that were momentarily open, and because my heart and my mind and my head was not in the right place, I did not take advantage of the opportunity. And I live in regret about windows and doors which I believe God opened, but because I was someplace else, I missed my opportunity. 
Israel had a window that was open but closed because of their departure from God, their defiance to God, and their dismantling of God's vision from God. Deuteronomy is the second giving of the law. Deuteros in the Greek is second and nomos is law. Second giving of the law to a whole nother generation 20 years and under. Everybody 20 years and over blew the window. And I'm always fascinated by this story because God had good reason why he was displeased with the nation. We have to be careful. The more past experiences, exposures, and God pulling you out of trouble, heightens the responsibility we have to trust him in difficult times. If you were just saved today and had not walked with Jesus, you had no record of God's faithfulness to your knowledge, then God could blink at your unbelief. But when you survey your life and know that it was nobody but Jesus that snatched you out of hell. And when, and when, and when I say that, people, people say, well, that's just a, 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 a figurative uh, way of saying, no, 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 no. Jesus actually snatched us out of hell. When you look at election, election is not choosing you before you went to hell. Election is that you were in hell and God pulled you out. Because out of the same lump. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and when you have a track record of the faithfulness and patience and perseverance and, and, and goodness of God, and then you come to a pit stop in your life and you just refuse to believe him, the stakes go up. And, 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 and it's here in Deuteronomy, the fifth book of the Old Testament Pentateuch, the fifth book of the Torah, the Amen, the final lengthy address of Moses to the nation. We, we, we have before us, if you will, Amen, God speaking, Amen, about um fruitful faith and not being fearful in trying times. Uh, that this place called Kadesh Barnea will forever be written in the annals of Israel's history as the singular place that bankrupt them of their blessings. And child of God, when you survey the Bible, and I want to move through this as expeditiously as possible, when you couple Deuteronomy with 1 Corinthians 10, the apostle Paul who wrote the, to the church at Corinth, Paul, he, he wrote 1 Corinthians, Paul who was a Pharisee and understood the Old Testament scriptures, it was the same Paul in Romans 15.4 that said, the things that happen unto them, uh, amen, out of the scriptures, Old Testament, first 39 books, are an admonition to the church. Yes, are you getting this? That the history or the historicity of Israel in Deuteronomy and the church in 1 Corinthians, amen, were totally two distinct incidents. And yet, it helps us to formulate theologically, listen to Pastor now, a, 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 a basis for good 
hermeneutics, the interpretation of the word. That no one scripture, as Peter says, is of its own interpretation. That the way we get truth, and we're seeing a whole lot of lack of truth in the pulpits, the way we get truth is by comparing scripture with scripture. Are you getting this? No one scripture can be yanked out of the Bible and you build a doctrine on it. Do I have a witness? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, no, 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 no one scripture can be isolated, but it needs to be exegeted. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so Paul is bringing this uh, scripture, 1 Corinthians 10, as an admonition to the church. And what Paul is saying to the church, let me give you some history of Israel, why they fell, why they failed, why they faltered. And let me translate that back to the church and tell you how not to repeat that sin. Paul says, listen, and I want you to see this, he uses this thing of percentages and he says all at least seven times. All were under the cloud. Cloud by day, all were under the pillar of fire by night. All ate manna and quail that God rained down from heaven. All drank when they got thirsty of that rock. Now listen to this. And that rock in the Old Testament was Christ. Now, 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 now here's where the scriptures get dicey. It was Christ in the rock that followed them. Lord have mercy. You'll get that on the way home. And, and, and he says, uh, but with many of the all, God was not pleased. Now, 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 now when, we, when we start putting scripture together, we understand that the all, uh, Moses said, I have 650,000 fighting men not counting the children under 20 years old. Amen. So there was probably two to two and a half million of the all. Get this now. And the many were everybody under 20 who did not participate in Israel's sin and Hoshea, who was Joshua and Caleb. They were the only ones that did not falter in their faith. Are you with me? And so Paul's instruction from the New Testament is take heed to yourself lest ye fall as Israel fell. Are you getting me? And then Paul goes on to say that there is no temptation. There, there is no tripping mechanism that can take you that is not common to all believers but God is so faithful that he takes what Satan puts before you and he uses it for your good and his glory he, he, he takes the very thing that's meant to mess you up and he uses it can I get this for his glory can I get a witness and he, he allows you and I to escape what Satan has earmarked that will trip you up. Now, I can shout on that already. That everything Satan tried to use to trip me up. God said, boy, just stand still and just, just know that I'm God. I'm going to take the trip and I'm going to make it a treat. I'm, I'm going to take... I'm gonna take I'm going to take that which was designed to make you fall and I'm going to use it to make you, amen, stand tall. Are you getting me? I'm, I'm, I'm going to use the venom as a vision to bless you. I'm going to let Satan take his best shot. Everything he throws at you, I'm just going to work that thing. Can I get a witness? No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. Do I have a witness? And, and, and before we even jump into the text, we, we ought to be, amen, we ought to be shouting on the inside that every time Satan pulled back his bow, every time 
he shot his arrow, every time he loaded his gun, every time he, he, he came after me to make me go under, God used it, shook it, remaked it, reshaped it, remolded it for my good. Can I get a witness? Oh, you ain't getting this. You remember Joseph in Genesis 50. Joseph told his brothers, look, I'm not angry with y'all no more. You know why? Because you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. In this, in this, in this, in this context, in this context, in this context, Israel, amen, had departed, became defiant, and amen, dismantled the vision that God had for Israel. Think about these percentages. Interesting. Let me just throw something out at you. All. All. Many. Mm. Jesus said, all, I mean, Paul said, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And then John comes behind Paul and says, but as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons and daughters of God. Hmm. Look, look, at the, look at the percentages. Many are called, but only few are chosen. And, 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 and that scripture means the call of Christ, the call of the gospel went out to a whole lot of folks to the world, but only a few can come in. Can I get a witness? Lord. All, all, all that the Father give me will come to me, and I have lost none. Can I get a witness? Think, think about these percentages that four seeds were sowed, only one germinated. Think about the percentages throughout Scripture, and they, 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 they are deep because God is saying that this catastrophe, this overthrowing of Israel in the wilderness at Kadesh Barnea was a direct result, listen, of a lesson to us, a liability we need to learn from, and a logjam, amen, in the vision. Now what I want to do is take these two scriptures and merge them and show you the whys, the what's, and the who's. Because the church is ignorant. We really think that God put us here to enjoy our lives. We really think that God put us here to have a good time. And then when you die, you go to heaven. <laughs> because there's no teaching in the church. We think, we think that our purpose in life is to raise our children and to uh, sit back and enjoy and go on vacation, and all that's fine, but that's not why God left you here. God left you here to glorify his name. And all of us have a time of departure. Are you ready for this? God forbid I should depart this earth and have not carried out what he asked me to carry out. That's why Paul says, I'm ready. Paul, they're going to chop your head off. Hey, the time of my departure has come, I'm ready. I fought a good fight. I finished my course and I kept the faith. Can I get a witness? And here, 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 here in this text, I'm going to point some things out and get out your way. First, I see a departure of a failed vision. Go back to first two and ten. Don't turn. Take heed. Take heed to what? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. The word vision has been misdefined, misconstrued. Vision is not God giving you something for life. There are a succession of visions to each person's life. Are you getting this? Abraham's first vision was get out of the earth and go. And the Bible says in the book of Hebrews 11, he was going not knowing where he was going. 
That was his first vision to get up, get out of the Ur, the Chaldees, a party in place, and go back into God's will, go into God's will. The second vision was, at 86 years of age, God has said, here's the second vision, you're going to have a child. At 86, God told him that. But the child didn't come to he was 99. He had 14 years to wait. Sarai couldn't wait, so Sarai came up with a plan. And even though the plan brought failure, God was still faithful about his promise. Are y'all getting this? And, 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 and that was the second vision. And then the third vision, amen, was when Isaac was born, God said, one represents the flesh, uh, Galatians 5, and the other represents the spirit, a a amen, take the child and the child's mother and put them out. Why? Why would you put Ishmael and Hagar out of the house? They didn't do anything wrong. God says, I'm glad you asked, because spiritually, the spirit and the flesh has nothing in common. Come on. Are you getting this? Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting a little meaty now. I'm getting a little meaty. Some, some church folk want the spirit and the flesh to coexist. Can I get? A, we want to be half world, half Christ. Doesn't work. God says, put the woman and a son out, so that the promised son Isaac is the only one in this house. Do I have a witness? It's an allegory in, in, in Galatians chapter five. But listen, here, here's the next vision. After Abraham has Isaac and is happy, God says, third vision, kill him. And the Bible says he got up early, Genesis 22, went up to the summit of Mount Moriah and offered him there as a sacrifice. Three visions to Abraham. Some fail, some pass. You and I have multiple visions. Can I get a witness? These visions are windows that open but will shut if you don't go through. Do I have a witness? And so, and so when we begin this, this, this diving into this text, I want you to see this for yourself that um, Numbers chapter 11, don't turn, uh, where we get our English word arithmoi in the Greek, which means arithmetic. It was, a, it was a census of all men, women, and children, especially the men that could go off the war. God by tribe had them in Numbers when you go through the book, but also they were starting to organize, get in order, getting marching order, getting fighting order, getting in worship order. And in, and in Numbers chapter 11, they started murmuring against God. Numbers chapter 12, his own sister Miriam and his own brother Aaron, the leadership rebelled against Moses. So God came down and struck her with leprosy. Remember that? Numbers chapter 13, they sent spies out to go into the land. Number chapter 14, uh, God was just ticked off at them. They, they again, they lost their faith in God. And God had said by his own word, to his own oath, to his own person, that this generation would not go into the promised land. He closed the window. So you say, well, but when you get to Deuteronomy chapter 1, we learn some things that numbers didn't talk about by comparing Scripture with Scripture. And then we learn some things that Hebrews 11 doesn't talk about. And then we learn some things that 1 Corinthians 10 didn't talk about. But almost talking about the same thing. Follow pastor now. Look what it says in verse 19. And when we departed from Horeb, Mount Sinai, we went through all that great and terrible wilderness. Stop. Don't read too fast. The word wilderness is translated or transliterated both in Hebrew and Greek as a place of instruction. It's really desert. God takes us into the desert to start teaching us stuff. All right. Yeah, all right. Lord, why can't you teach me while I'm at home looking at my satellite? Why can't you teach me when I'm on my, why can't you text me on my phone? God has got to put us in a place of difficulty, in a place of discouragement, in order to really teach us lessons. 
Your faith is only tested, listen to this, in difficulty. Your faith is not tested when everything's going well, when all the bills are paid, marriage is fine, children are great, can I get away, health is all right. No, 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 your faith ain't being tested. Your faith is tested when you are in the wilderness like Jesus with Satan. And Satan has been given permission to come at you. That's when your faith is really tested. Do I have a witness? So God says, through Moses, that he took them into the wilderness, which he saw by the way of the mountain of the Amorites, as the Lord our God commanded us, and we came to a place called Kadesh Barnea. Now, let me tell you what's happening. This trip from Mount Sinai, where they got the principles, the Ten Commandments of God, to Kadesh Barnea is an 11-day trip. Check out your GPS. 11 days. They probably got more recalculating, recalculating, recalculating. When I put my GPS on and I'm in a strange city and I, I rented a car or something like that and I'm, I'm trying to find my way and I miss one turn, I hear this terrible voice. Recalculating. The good thing is, even when I made a wrong turn, the recalculation will pick up from that turn and get me back on, oh, I'm preaching now, track. Can I get a witness? I remember one time we went to the convention and we rented these, rented these vans and there's about four vans and we, uh, the lady said, I mean, the voice said, recalculating, recalculating, and, and, and I couldn't figure this out. It seemed like the voice was getting angry at us. Because the lady said, recalculating. I said, recalculating. I'm right here. I said, what kind of mess is this? Is this machine coming alive or something? I told Luther, turn it off. But, but here, here's, what I want, here's what I want you to see. That they were being tested and they came to Kadesh Barnea. Verse 20. Don't miss this. And I said unto you, you are coming to the mountain of the Amorites, which the Lord our God doth give unto us. Verse 21, Behold, the Lord thy God hath set the land before you. Go up and possess it. As the Lord God of thy fathers hath said unto thee, Don't fear anything, neither get discouraged. Oh, this is deep. Here's why this sin was so deep with God. You ran out of Egypt at night. You ran to the brink of the Red Sea. You had nowhere to go. You didn't pray. And I opened up the sea. You went through the Red Sea on dry land. I don't know if you can even imagine that. Yeah. Not, only did he dry the, not only did he take the ocean and do this, but he dried the land so the wagons could get across. I put shoes on your feet that lasted for 40 years. They didn't run out. When you got hungry, I made pancakes come out the sky as coranger seed. And all you had to do was beat them and just cook them, and they taste like sweet honey. You didn't, you didn't need no alica. You didn't need no uh, log cabin. They, they, they were just tasting like sweet honey. And then Israel had a nerve to say, well, what is this? That's what, that's what manna means. And when they got tired of the manna, I let quail fly so low that all you had to do was come out your tent and hit one and fry it. Can I get a witness? What kind of mess is that, don't you? God said, I fed you when you got hungry. And then when you got thirsty and the waters were bitter, I told Aaron to throw a tree in the water to make the water sweet. I bought water out of a rock when you got thirsty. And because you were afraid, because you had been in slavery all your life, I, I, I came up with a cloud by day. And the cloud, every time the cloud moved, Israel was to move. Every time the cloud stopped, Israel was to stop. You had no reason to get confused. 
And then at night, when you were worrying about predators, I let a fire by night hoover over the camp. Can I get a witness? And I know, and, and look, look, I know you don't know this, but I had angels in front of you. I had angels behind you. I had principalities, powers, and dominions and thrones all around you. You, you had nothing to worry about. And I fulfilled every need that you ever had. So why do you now, somebody see where I'm going. Why do you now get to a point, listen to this, where you need proof before you can proceed? Let me stop pausing part. Some of y'all insult God because, some of us, because we need proof before we can proceed. You got a nerve after all that God has done for you to throw up in God's face, let me see something. When he didn't show you anything when he snatched you out of the world. When he, when he didn't show you anything when he, amen, uh, yeah, made your rocky marriage smooth. When he didn't show you anything when he made a way out of no way. When he didn't show you anything when he healed your body. Can I get a witness? And you got a nerve to sit up there and tell God before we proceed, prove yourself. I don't know about you, but I'll never forget what the Lord has done in my life. Somebody said, when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul. saving me. Wait a minute, preacher. What are you dancing about? I'm just dancing about the past. The Lord is good in my past. I didn't even get to the present yet. I didn't even start reaching to the future yet. I'm just praising him for the past. The Lord is good and his mercy Just the past. Just the past. We should have been dead in the past. We should have been hell in the past. We should have had a disease in the past. We should have been blown out of our mind in the past. But God, but I said, but, but God, who's rich in mercy. Mm. Thank you. Hallelujah. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Let me let me let me share this with you. When my when my son my son's 22. When my son was born, when my son was born, Amen. And I was I was right there in the delivery room. I had to take all them classes for nothing, but. I was right there in the living room, and when my son was being born, the doctor was pulling him out and said, oh my God, he's stuck. He cannot breathe. We got to hurry up and get him out. And I stood there just praying. And the doctor was maneuvering, maneuvering, and finally they pulled him out and said, Phew. And I, thank you, Jesus. And he, his face was like discolored, and he started coming back, and he started breathing and started crying. And that was check one. Come on. You ain't getting this. You ain't getting this. Then when my son was small, we went on vacation. And I, I forget where we were, but... Um, my son was sitting on the side of the swimming pool. He didn't know how to swim. And my attention was switched to my daughter, Diamond. And that fast, he had jumped in the water and he was drowning. Check two. All right. Thank you. See, God's got a record of everything that he did for you in the past. 
without you praying. Can I get a witness? He's got a, he's got a record of every time he stepped in when you needed him to step in. Every time he took action when you needed him to take action. Every time he pulled you out of trouble before you even knew you was in trouble. Can I get a witness? In God good. So child of God, God said, I dare you get to a point in your life where you're going to demand proof when I've given you enough proof for the rest of your life. I've been good to you. I made a way out of no way. I blessed your home. I blessed your mind. I blessed your job. I blessed your money. Say yeah. He's a mighty good God. Say yeah. Say yeah. Oh, Lord. I'm going to pull this thing in. And God, and God said, look, that was just with your children. I didn't even bring up what I did for you. Can I get a witness? Before they was born, I didn't, I didn't bring up how you could be dead, but I, amen, stepped in the middle. Can I get a witness? When you could have gotten messed up somewhere, but I diverted your path. Can I, when somebody was trying to hurt you, but my angels watered them off. Can I get a witness? See, child of God, you will learn. You better praise him for who he is. He's done marvelous things. He's a mighty good God. He's an on-time God. He's an all-right God. Say yeah. Uh, 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 get out your way, get out your way. Uh, uh, excuse me. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Because I know if it had not been for you, I would be under this morning. Can I get a witness? But Lord, you have borne me on eagle's wings. Lord, you are my dwelling place through all generations. Can I get a witness? You are my refuge and my strength, a very present help in the time of trouble. And you know of them that trust in him. Can I get a witness? You are my shepherd. You are my high tower. Can I get a witness? You are my way maker. You are my storm breaker. You are the one that comforts me. You are the one that counsels me. You are the one that corrects me. Thank you, Jesus, because you're a mighty good God. Can I get a witness? Yeah! I would have fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And again, I say wait. Can I get a witness? He's worthy. 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 Look, 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 look. Look. The departure. Apostasy in the Greek. But then he moves to the defiance of a faithless venom. We go back to 1 Corinthians 10, lest ye fall. Take heed and stand, withstand, steadfast stand, be still unless you fall. Look at this. Their liability was not only needing proof, but their liability was wanting human logic over God's leading. That is, when God is leading you, you want God to stop, pause, and part and give you a report. My God. Check this out. I want to I I deal with this. Check this out. Look at verse 22. And you came near unto to me. Now, now, now watch this now. And you came near unto me, every one of you, and said... We will send men before us 
and they shall search us out the land and bring us word again by what way we must go up and into what cities we shall come. Now, let me stop. All these stories you've been hearing from Numbers and Joshua, book of Joshua, they sent 12 spies in the land, one from, from every tribe. God never told them to do that. That was their logic. Because they had a problem with believing his leading. Are y'all getting this? God never told them to send spies into the land. Why? Because God already told them the land is yours. I have overtaken it. God didn't want them in their own logic to see the cluster of grapes, which was the good, but he didn't want them to see the giants in the walled cities because they didn't have the wherewithal to defeat them. You ain't getting this. See, you and I don't have the wherewithal to fight our own battles. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and that's why Israel took this perception. We were in our own sight as grasshoppers. We can't do this. Can I get a witness? So you see, you see the proof in verse 25, a good land. You see the problem in verse 26, let's send spies. You see the provoking in 27 and 28, we cannot do it. Uh-oh, we need sight and not just insight. They pouted and the poison is in 32 and 33. And it says real quickly, yet in this thing, verse 32, ye did not believe what? The Lord your God who went in the way before you to search you out a place to pitch your tents in and fire by night to show you what way you should go and in a cloud by day. And the Lord heard, verse 34, the voice of your words and was wroth. And he swore, saying, this window's closing. Can I get a witness? God closed the window of opportunity because all of a sudden they became educationally sophisticated. We need a reconnaissance. I had, I had a cousin, and he's still alive. He's old than I am. 66, he was in Vietnam. And when he came back, in fact, I had two cousins in Vietnam, 66. One said he was the point man. So the point man, and, and Bruce was in Vietnam, the point man was supposed to go ahead of the rest of the squad to search out the enemy. And they said the Viet Cong would let the point man come in because they wanted everybody. So the, so the sergeant came into my cousin and said, all right, you the point man, are they going? He said, point, he said, I ain't going up there. He said, he said, I'm not being no pioneer. I ain't going up there. And, and, and so what I'm trying to get you to see is that, see, here, here, here's the thing. We want God to point out to us all the things he wants us to do. We come to God with these information systems because we got texting and and, and Twitter and all that stuff. We want God to tweet us and we want God to put us on Facebook and we want God to give us a message that everything's going to be all right. And I don't care what kind of computer, I don't care what kind of phone you have, God is not going to text you that everything's going to be all right. Here's what God is going to text back to your phone, walk by faith and not by sight. And then the phone goes off. Can I get a witness? God wants you to take one step at a time, trusting him and him alone. Now, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. God's not telling you about Christmas and Thanksgiving. God wants you to walk with him every day. He wants you to trust him every day. He wants you to trust him with the good, the bad, and the ugly, the small, and the big. God wants you and I to walk by faith, believing that he's able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think. I'm coming in. I'm coming in. Look at verse 40 to 46. Are you with me? But it's for you. Now this is after God shut the window. Go back up to verse 37. Also the Lord was angry with me. This is Moses. God told Moses, you ain't going in either. Why? Well, two reasons. One, 
Instead of you speaking to the rock, you smit the rock twice. Out of pride and anger, Moses did this when the people kept crying for water. He took his rod and said, all right, here, drink, and hit the rock twice. The rock, symbolically, was Christ. Christ was only smitten once, never to be smitten again. Y'all ain't getting this. So when he smit that rock twice, he was crucifying Jesus two times. So God said, oh, no, you're not going to the promised land. Can I get a witness? Then, by the way of the story, you never prayed about sending spies in. The people came to you, and you just sent them in. It's right here in the text. Now, now, now go back up. He said, surely, verse 35, there shall not one of these men of this evil generation see the good land, which I swore to give unto their fathers, except Caleb, the son of Juniper, he shall see it, and to him will I give the land that he have trodden upon, and his children, and the other one was Hoshea, Joshua, verse 38. But Joshua the son of Nun, which standeth before thee, he shall go hither, encourage him, he shall cause Israel to inherit it. Moreover, your little ones under twenty, which ye shall, amen, uh, which, which ye said should be a prey, your children, amen, who had no knowledge between good and evil, they shall go in and possess it. But as for you, verse 40, turn you and take your journey, amen, and I think this is where the main ingredient got this song, you got me going in circles. All right. Because they walked in circles for 40 years. 38 years, they walked, can I get a witness? Hang on in there, in circles, then 30, 41, then he answered and said unto me, we have sinned against the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, too little, too late. Windows closed. Listen, when God shows us that we blew it, then we want to get all repentant. Too little, too late. We want to get repentant. God says, it's too late. Now look what they say in verse 41 as I close. Now we will go up and fight according to all that the Lord commanded us to do. Now they want to do what God asked them to do. But the door, the window's closed. And verse 42 said, the Lord said unto me, say unto them, go not up, neither fight, for my presence is not with you. Don't do it. Don't go up and fight. They said, we going up. We want to obey God now. They went up and Ammonites whipped their backside. And they were defeated. Don't miss this. When the window of opportunity closed, you're defeated. Until the next vision. Are you getting this? I want you to see something that I think is needful for us to understand. His presence, his power, his peace was not with them. They didn't do what God told them to do. Then they wanted to do what God told them not to do. Isn't that just like us? We won't do what God's asking us to do. Then we won't do what God's telling us not to do. We, we just get this thing messed up. Visions vanish. However, God is faithful. With the next generation, he's faithful to take the temptation and make it a way of escape. Can I get a witness? To this new generation and, and, and see the lesson as we close is not only there's a lesson of liability, there's a liberation. Here's the liberation. Through it all, we got to learn to take God at his word. Not trying to figure out. Not needing proof. Not logic and being led. Can I get a witness? We just need to become, listen, ignorant. In a sense that all we need is the taking at his word. Centurion came to Jesus and said, Lord, 
can you heal my servant? Jesus said, yeah, I'll come to your house. He said, you need not come to my house. He said, now listen to this. The centurion, which means he's a Roman soldier in charge of a hundred soldiers, century, centurion. He said to Jesus, you don't need to come to my house because I too am a man under authority. And I say to this soldier, do, and he goes and do it. And I say to this one, go and do that. And what he's saying to Jesus is, you're Lord. You don't need to come to my house. All you need to do is speak the word. And Jesus said, I have not found this kind of faith in all of Israel. Can I get a witness? We, we just have to take him at his word. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Thy word is a light unto my path. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Thy word is above thy name forever. Thy word is settled in heaven. Here go Peter and seven disciples in John 21. They fishing. Come on, I'm going back to fishing. We going with you, Peter. The Bible says they toiled all night. Let me stop. I don't know a thing about fishing. I buy my fish at I buy my fish at Ninth and Washington Avenue. I don't know a thing about fishing. These are a professional fishermen that can't catch fish. You you get that one on the way home too. What God does, He steps into your life in the areas where you're supposed to be professionals, and He proves to you you can do nothing without Him. Can I get a witness? And here, 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 here's what he said. He said, he said, have you caught it? He said, no, we caught all night. We've caught nothing. He said, look, just take the net, throw it on the other side. And they pulled up and broke their nets with fish, taking him out his wife. The paralytic man in John chapter 5, who was paralyzed 38 years, the same amount of time that Israel was paralyzed in the wilderness. Said, Lord, I want to get healed. And every time I jump into the water, get, get into the water, somebody beats me there, and the angels trouble the water, and I just can't seem to get in the water. Jesus said, I didn't come here to discuss swimming techniques. Take up your bed and walk. Can I get a witness? And the man took him out his word, and the Bible says that he took up the very thing he was laying on and start carrying it in the name of Jesus. Can I get a witness? But you got to take him at his word. Hallelujah. And when you take him at his word, he's able to make things happen. You got to take him at his word. He said, destroy this temple. And in three days, I'll raise it up. Can I get a witness? And didn't he say that? Amen. He said, he said, he said, he said on the cross, it is finished. He didn't say I'm finished. He said it the redemptive plan is finished. And then he dropped his head in the locks of his shoulders and gave up the ghost. Can I get a witness? And they took him at his word. Can I get a witness? They pulled him down from the cross and the Roman soldiers were walking around the cross laughing and the Jewish people were, uh, leaders were laughing. They said, he healed others, but he cannot heal himself. He helped others, but he cannot help himself. Can I get a witness? And what looked like weakness was really God's willpower. And do I have a witness? They pulled him down from the cross. You know the story. They had nailed his hands and his feet and stuck him in the side and blood ran out. Blood and water came out. Can I get a witness? And I don't know about you, but that blood was for me. Raymond Maurice God, that blood was for my sins. That blood was for my past. That blood was for my present. That blood was for my future. Blood came out and they wrapped him up. Amen. And they put him in a barred tomb. Can I get a witness? And they rolled a rock and put guards there. Can I get a witness? And the disciples split and everybody disappeared and everybody lost their hope because Jesus had died. And I'm so glad he died. Aren't you glad he died? When he died, God said, your sins 
are forgiven. When he died, God says, I'm going to write your name in the Lamb's Book of Life. When he died, uh, Satan could not have your soul anymore. When he died, you were now seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I said he died. Can I get a witness? But early, early, early on Sunday morning, he got up with all power. Now I'm justified. Just as if I never sinned. I'm justified. Just as holy as Jesus is. I'm justified. Because I'm a co-heir with Christ. Can I get a witness? Child of God, here's what I learned. You better go through the window and the door while the door is still open. Can I get a witness? But you can only do that when you take him out his word. Lord, I'm suffering, but your word. Your word. Your word. Your word. Your word. Your promises is my power. You say you'll never leave me, no forsake me. You say when enemy comes in like a flood, you uh, amen, you're a uh, spirit against her. Can I get a witness? You said no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I need your word, Lord. You said you would pray for me. You said all things are working together for the good. You said you, hey, amen. Can I get a witness? You said I have plans for you and plans are good, not of evil. Can I get a witness? I choose to take you at your word. I don't want too little too late. I want to be liberated. I want to be healed. I want to be transformed. I want to walk in the light. I want to shout every night. I want your word. Can I get a witness? God word. 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 Any good? Any good? Any good? Say yeah. His mercy. redeemed of the Lord say so whatever you're going through God says you're coming out whatever's going on God's going to heal it whatever's hurting you he's going to help you say yeah what a mighty God we say he's well To be praised. While the window of opportunity is open, go through it. Taking at his word. Let's stay on our feet. He said it. I believe it. That ends it. I need no logic. I need no proof. I don't need to put a stumbling block before my Lord. I need to know to take heed lest ye fall. There's no temptation, no trial, no trouble that have taken you that's not common to all men. But God, with the temptation, will make a way of escape. As every head's bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here today, you need to be saved. Jesus Christ is God's only begotten Son. He wants to save you. He died for your sins. Just raise your hand. Put your hand in and say, I want to give my life to Christ. I don't want to go to hell. I want to be saved. Just raise your hand. Is there one? Jesus said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Is there one? Is there one? Perhaps you are saved, but you want to join our church of Christian experience. Raise your hand. Is there one? We'd love to have you. Is there one? I see your hands. Come on up, darling. Church, say Amen. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Mm, good, good, good. Bless the Lord. Stand right here, honey. Is there another? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. The window's shutting. Listen. You've heard the Old Testament and the New Testament touch and agree on God. No logic, no proof. Just taking him at his word. That's all we have when we get in trouble. Thy word. Father, we thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for your word.
and God, these windows and doors of opportunity, they come and go. Let us not regret that we did not go through that window when the window was open. Too little, too late. We want to be liberated and have a liberated faith. Bless your people. Keep us safe from the storm. Bless every home, every family, member on the sound of my voice. Thank you for a church that exalts our Christ and divides, rightly divides your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, too little, too late. Oh, we got two others. Oh, praise the Lord. We got, we got two others. Amen. Go ahead. Thank you, baby. Church, say amen. Have a great day. Love you.